We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Most valuable player, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis trailing the lob. Oh. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Two seconds. Middleton. Yes! Chris Middleton. Nice jumper. Got it. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Folks, welcome to the Eurostep, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, proudly a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and the Eurostep Podcast Network. Sorry, I'm rusty. I haven't podcasted since last year. I am Ty Windish. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, who thankfully pretended to laugh at that awful, tired joke. I'm not pretending. That's Rohan Cotty. It looked like a laugh. It looked like a laugh. I'm going to take it as a laugh. It was disbelief. I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Well, that joke, not an all-star. We're going to talk today about all-stars. Before we do that, Please make sure, start off 2022 right by following us all over the place. Podcast feed, whether you listen on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever else. If you're Podbean. Podbean. Subscribe, please. And if, if we're not on your platform, I can probably fix that. Let us know. Tweet at us, at Ty Windish, at Arcadi Jr., at Eurostep Podcast. The R's are on the screen. I think I got the, I should just, I need to put the show one on the screen. Maybe I'd finally get it right. Uh, and let us know or email us Eurosteppod at Gmail. If you want to get your podcast player with our goodness. Also, you can subscribe on YouTube. You can watch the show on YouTube, Eurostep Podcast Network. You can subscribe on Substack as well to find out every time we drop an episode and do other stuff and get buck stock market write-ups for every single bucks game gspn.substack.com and i think is that it yeah i think so it's it's you did it you did a good job i'm usually the one that does plugs but you nailed it i'm energized i'm energized today so i figured i would just go right after it and then now we can dive into the all-stars the contentious part of the podcast we are going to lay out the cases for the four bucks who either have a case or in one instance are campaigning to have a case to be all-stars in 2022. And then we'll share our teams for the East and the West. But let's start by talking about the Bucks. Rohan, I'll let you choose. Should we go most likely to least likely or vice versa as we talk about the four Bucks trying to get to the all-star game? 
Let's go, let's go most likely so we can get the obvious out of the way. Uh, spoiler alert, Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be an all-star starter. Uh, yes. <laughs> he's he's going to get a lot of the fan vote, as he always does. The only interesting thing is going to be if he's a captain or not. Last year, he was second to Kevin Durant. Is that going to be the same this year? We'll see. I'm not entirely sure when the first results come out. But uh, not it yet, be not yet for sure. But yeah, it probably will be pretty soon. We're only like a little more than a month away from the game at this point. Yeah, something like that. It's uh, it'll be interesting held in Cleveland this year, by the way. Um, but yeah, Giannis is going to be starting. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. He's going to get a lot of the fan vote. He's going to get all the media and player votes. It's just it's set in stone already. Yeah. Um. Usually, I try to bring a cogent point. You kind of nailed it. Um, I actually wonder if Giannis prefers not being captain the way some of his all-star drafts have gone in the past. But either way, he will either finish, I think, first or second. Um, as we talk about the field, we'll skip ahead just for a quick second. We talked about before the show, there's only a few no-doubt starters for all-star this year. I think pretty safe to say the two in the East are Giannis and KD, right? I think there's. I think Embiid's starting. I think he is. I don't think it's no doubt. Fair, fair. But I, th- I think I think I think there's a different level. Giannis and KD. Yes. Super yes. superstars, former MVPs on top three teams in the East. Both leading contenders for MVP this. Yes. Year. Exactly. So, without a doubt, going to be starting. Yeah. So still get the vote out. Get the vote out for everybody. I mean, let's let's why not? Although yeah, it's it's great content when he's captain. So why not? It is. Um, although let's clarify this here. All-star voting probably not going to be a factor for the other three bucks vying to make the game as all-star fan vote is 50% of choosing the starters along with 25% media vote and 25% player vote, which should be hilarious as always. But the reserves are solely picked by coach's choice. And of course, the fact that the Milwaukee Bucks play in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that's probably a pretty good thing for the odds of the other Bucks making the team as if it was all fan vote. I mean, he's having a really good year, but like Alex Caruso would probably be in the game every year. Bull, bull, taco fall. It gets a little ridiculous going that's off why of strictly fan vote. Rules. It is. That, yeah, that's <laughs> why it couldn't even just be starters anymore. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I don't even know. Actually, this is a question in itself. Who do you think is the second most likely to make it this year, because I I have an answer that probably is, I, I don't maybe unexpected. It's Drew for me. It's Drew for me a, too. Yeah. I mean, just zooming out, taking a wide look at what All Star means, right? Let's just say it's supposed to it's supposed to recognize the best players. It's supposed to to recognize who's the most fun, which is why there's fan voting involved. It's not all NBA. It's not. It's going to be different than all NBA. It's an event for the fans that recognizes the best players in the league. Uh, and if we're talking about impact, best player, the second best player on the Milwaukee Bucks this year has been Drew Holiday. And I don't think that's been particularly close. Chris Middleton has unfortunately dealt with a lot of, uh, whether it be COVID, whether it be uh, injury, whether it just be whatever. Uh, he missed the last game due to personal reasons. Hope all is good with Chris. Uh, he's He hasn't looked like, He's a two-time all-star self. He really has. It's Drew Holiday for me. He's been making a consistent impact on both ends of the floor, especially especially when Chris has been out 
and other people have been in and out of the lineup. He is putting it together on both ends, offensively and defensively. It's it's Drew. I don't think that's really, I don't know, controversial. Yeah, uh, I would. I, I agree. I think the per game statistics pretty similar. Although if you dig in a little bit, that also there Drew shines a little bit more. So Drew at eighteen point one, Chris at eighteen point six points per game. So Chris does have the lead there. But 6.6 assists and 4.5 rebounds per game for Drew compared to 5.1 assists and 5.2 rebounds for Chris. So Drew definitely racking up more assists. The rebounds are pretty close. But then you get to the shooting splits. Surprisingly, Drew Holiday shooting at a better clip than three, which Drew has shot well for his standard, 37% on nearly five attempts per game. Chris only at 36% with about six more than six attempts per game, so not at his usual level at all. And then from two, it's not even close. Drew nearly 10 points higher, 56.1% to 46.4%. Chris does have a sizable lead on free throw, but Drew has been the more efficient scorer. And as you've said, he's played more games, five more games played for Drew than for Chris so far, 31 to 26, as we record on Sunday night. And I think just narrative well i know people hate that word i don't think you should hate that word i think there is some validity to some some narrative aspects it just the narrative just can't be a fabrication i think that's the where the issues come in but i do think drew's play has just felt more impactful i think really has led the bucks to some wins and you know like the new orleans game even when they lost like the only reason that was a game was because drew holiday not the last one the one before that so I agree. I think Drew's case is stronger. And it's a shame that Chris hasn't had a good year, as good of a year, because I do feel like the guard debt, it's harder to get in as a guard this year in the East than a front court player. I think there's a lot of good guards up for consideration. I think the front court is a little bit thinner and Chris is considered front court. Drew obviously is a guard, but I think Chris or Drew is more likely. Yeah, and just you were talking about offensive output, efficiency, all that defense as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's often not considered the same in All Star. Although I did consider it. We're, we're doing our picks, so in my picks, I did. The consider coaches it. will feel that way. I yeah, I think the coaches will feel more that way for sure. I think Drew is one of the five best defensive players in the league. Certainly, one of the five best perimeter defenders. If you want to remove. You know, guys like Rudy Gobert, who are more so just on the interior. If you're talking about guarding out on the perimeter, though, I don't think you can name three guys who are better than Drew Holiday. No, you really can't. Uh, he's putting together another first-team all-defense type season, building off what he did in his first season in Milwaukee. Uh, yeah, I think this is a great way to get into get into the field a little bit here, because like you whoa, said... Whoa, 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 There's one whoa. more. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Sorry. There's one more. Uh, Bobby Buckets, Bobby Potus is campaigning on Twitter, and I think on on the Bucks broadcast at some point, to be an all-star. Bobby is having, let's, you know, hey, a career year on a very good team. 15 points, nearly nine rebounds, an assist and a half, 48% from the field, 43.6% from deep. Really has proven a lot of people just flat out wrong. I mean, defensively, there are still some limitations, but he's getting better. The Bucks are adapting to help hide him more. And offensively, 
he's keeping it up. Like where there were some concerns around the, and obviously he hasn't signed a big contract yet, but some concerns about how important he'd be this year revolving. Like, you know, is, is that offense for real? Is that shooting for real? You know, did lethal shooter get him shooting at a backboard with nails sticking out of it? Is that going to be a lasting impact or is that a contract year thing? So far, it looks like it's just real. And this is Bobby Portis. He has been excellent. Uh, he's not going to be an all-star. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he, I don't know if he didn't realize that uh, the, the new rules that have been effect, in effect for a couple of years now about uh, fan voting, not being all of it. for starters. Yeah. I, I think if it was, if fan voting mattered for reserves, I almost think he has a shot because oh, of yeah. how oh, yeah. fervent Bucks fans are about him. But as is coaches, I, I just, I don't think the 15 coaches are going to put Bobby Portis ahead of some of these really 14. like star you names. You can't your own players. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. No. But yeah, no. So sorry, Bobby. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but we, we, we felt like we needed to talk about it because, you know, you're no, putting together want, a worthwhile thing here. Yeah, you don't want to disrespect the man. No, absolutely not. And we, we support this. We support this campaign. Oh, yeah, he would be he would be the fourth most deserving player on the team to have a, oh, a yeah, campaign. Oh yeah, for sure. With Brook Lopez is. not playing, obviously. Exactly. Well, which is why he's succeeding so much. Yeah, yeah, those things are are related for sure. But okay, okay. let's talk, we go ahead. Let's talk about the field. Yeah. So you mentioned this earlier. It's going to be very very difficult to get into the East as a guard. So let's talk about the guards first, because this is where Drew Holiday is going to fit in. So, I think there are two locks to be, I'm not going to say starter or reserve, but just two guard locks. Yeah, and they play and on the is, same team. They do. It's Zach Levine and uh, Mr. Mr. Three-Point Shooter himself, DeMar DeRozan. First, can, we, say, can we recognize this for a second? Yes. So what DeMar is doing is absolutely incredible. I'm glad we're back on the same page. Night. I have seen some, some Bucks people hating on how much fun the Bulls are having. I think they're first in the East right now. Zach and DeMar look great. I can't even bring myself to hate on this team. I still think Giannis would squish them all in a playoff series. I'm not overly concerned, although I do have more respect for them than I certainly did before or at the beginning of the year. But yeah, these two guys are crushing it. And Levine, it's not that unexpected, but I'm honestly happy for DeMar although he totally broke my spirit in 2016 or whenever that was his game winning dunk to basically knock the bucks out of the playoffs in the first round that year. That was a heartbreaker. That was, that was the first moment I was like, maybe this guy isn't actually that bad in the playoffs. Maybe there's more going on here. Maybe and we'll just see. Into LeBron. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's not easy. It turns out, but uh, those two guys rule. And yeah, the, the game winners for DeMar are super fun. First player uh, with a, uh, Buzzer beaters and back-to-back nights. Nights. The and, only and, other player to oh. do with back-to-back games is Larry Bird. That's a very Larry Bird thing. And as Stan Van Gundy pointed out, both of them coming when the Bulls trail. So even more pressure than like a tie. I mean, a tie game buzzer beater still rules. But these are like lose and you're, you lose or miss and you lose shots. To nail two is like, that's ice in the vein stuff. Best shooting it's guard in Chicago incredible. Bulls history? Should we have the combo? I think we should. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Tony Snell might have some words for it. Ah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you on. I, what'd you Mike say? Mike Dunleavy Jr. Oh, okay. Now we got to move on. 
but those those two are locks yeah. to be in the all-star one of them's gonna start both of them might start honestly we'll get to <laughs> our knows? ballots we'll get to our ballots we will but uh some of the other guards who are going to be in contention there trey young having an outstanding season even though atlanta's not doing great record-wise Trey Young is putting together an unbelievable campaign. Actually leading leading the field in points per game for whatever that means. Plus yeah, Brad. plus almost second, I think, in assists, like very high in assists too. Yes. Uh Bradley Beal do, uh having a iffy, iffy season in Washington, but still putting up great numbers. Yeah. Jalen Brown of Boston. James Harden is coming along after his slow start. Tyler Hero exists. Uh Fred Van Vliet is actually doing really well in Toronto um other than like Darius Garland leading LaMelo Ball LaMelo Ball are over under on Ball Brothers from in the uh in the preseason is going to be uh it's going to be interesting Kyle Guy 17 4 and 4 (laughs) and one game played I think but that's that's not a not a bad one game no it's not a bad one game at all Malcolm Brogdon is a serious option yeah Terry Uh, Rozier (laughs) hmm I think then, the, the last sort of one it. I'll entertain is Tyrese Maxey, and I won't yes. for long, but I did say the name. Yes. Okay, so now we can get rid of Tyrese Maxey. Yep. Uh, I think we can get rid of Brogdon. Yeah, oh yeah. Uh, no one cares. No one wants a pacer in this thing. I'm sorry. No, none of them. Um, we, I don't know about, uh, I think Fred might be there. Um, are we? Are we sharing our... Yeah, let's just uh, let's let. Who do you have on your ballot? So I'm still I'm struggling. The game is in Cleveland. The Cavs are very good. I think at least one Cavs should go. I'm having a hard time figuring out who it's going to be. So I have Levine and DeRozan starting. I think they've been the two best guards in the East, and I think like the fact that they're super fun helps. Their team is really good. Like I I just I don't see the case for any of these other guys starting over them. So then my first two off the bench are Drew and Harden. I I do think Drew has the case to make it this year. So I don't think we've laid this out. So the bench, how it works, just like starters, it's two guards, three front court, but then you also get two wild card spots. So I ended up, I'm sending four guards. I I just can't decide if I'm going to sneak Darius Garland in here or not, but I know it's on the bench. Total. Yeah. Yeah, so both of my wild cards are going to guards. Oh, okay, so six guards saying. total. Six guards total, yes, four on the bench. So Drew and Harden, and then right now I have Brad Beal and Trey Young. I don't know. I I really would like to send Garland, but I think I might just wait until front court to sneak a Cav on here. Because like I said earlier, to me, the front court options in the East were not as impressive this year. Yeah, uh, I agree. They're not very impressive, which is I'm also going to be sending six guards in total. Yeah. Uh, Levine and DeRozan. Nice. Uh, Drew and Trey. Okay. And uh, Van Vliet and Garland. Oh, really? So you're not, you're not sending Harden? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not sending James. Wow. I see. I, he, if, if he it had was a still, slow start, he did have He's a slow coming start. around recently, but he had a stretch there where he only scored above 20 points once in like seven games. When sure. it's this small of a sample size, that isn't really the type of variance you want to see from an all star. Those numbers are getting up there. I don't think he necessarily has the same impact as he has in the past. Uh, again, that's because of the slow start. He's starting to come around a little bit, but uh, they needed him to re- like. He cannot carry this team as much as people in Brooklyn would like to think he can. Especially with KD out, he struggled against the Lakers. I mean, given they did win that game on Christmas, uh, but it's just it's not as it's not peak James Harden type levels. It's not the James Harden. I was going to say that we know and love. We never loved James Harden, <laughs> but. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough this year. It really is. I'm I'm even wavering on my pick of Fred Van Vliet right now. Yeah, I I, I kind of like Lamelo better than Van Vliet. If you're gonna knock one of them out, if you're gonna knock Harden out, I I agree with you. Of you course, you know what? Sign me up. I'm I'm taking Lamelo. Lame- it was funny Lame- because two wild when Lamelo nearly beat the Bucks, I remember we talked about that guy's got to be a no doubt no doubt All Star. It's just a really, I think it's a very tough field for the guards. I think they're very, there's a lot that you can make the case for. So did you leave off Brad Beal too? I did. The same reason as Harden, basically. Yes. I, I agree that both of those guys have been worse, but I still think for right now, they're a little bit better than the young guys. I think probably it feels like now by next season, maybe neither, I'll have neither Harden or Beal and probably both of like a LaMelo Garland, maybe Van Vliet, although he's not as young as those guys. But if he has another strong year and the Raptors are a little better. But ultimately, I went with, you know, those the guy, the older guys still being damn good and their teams being better. The Raptors are in ninth. The um, who else did you have in? Oh, Gar- the Cavs are good. The Cavs are good. But Harden the, and the Nets are better. So, yeah, I, I see the case for sure. I see the logic. But I'm going to stick with Harden for one more year. I was closer on not sending Beal, honestly, but for now I've got him on my ballot. I think he too has kind of picked it up of late. That's fair. Again, I when I was going about this exercise, I wanted to have a little bit of fun with it. Yeah. Know? Oh, for like, sure. I want to. I want to send a. I want to send a cab. They definitely deserve it. Um, 
And you know what? I just don't like James Harden and Bradley Beal. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, <laughs> hey, it's it's a fan ballot, technically. I mean, I guess it's, it's not really a ballot at all. It's just us sharing our takes. So yeah, it doesn't really matter, which is great, yeah. which is not stressful. It's the one nice thing of not being recognized enough to get like real media votes or whatever is doesn't really matter if we're wrong. It's it's just it exists. Hey, it's fun. It's good content. But yeah. yeah, we both we both have Drew Holiday on. Yeah, we do. And he's the best two-way guard in the league. We like winning. We like Drew. We like good teams. We like good players. So we carved yeah. out a spot for Drew. Exactly. Or a Bucks podcast as well. Well, also, I mean, if you if you really go down to the bare bones of it, and someone wants to yell about why Van Vliet or Garland or Lamelo or whoever should make it instead of Drew, you really think? Darius Garland is better than Drew Holiday right now? Because I don't. I don't think no. Van Vliet is better. I think Drew is like the supercharged version of Van Vliet in some ways. Van Vliet's also a tough defender, but he's not as good as Drew on that end. And He's like literally supercharged because he's just like bigger, stronger. Yeah, well, in, in, the, in the paint scoring, it's not even close. And I, I think Drew is better than LaMelo, even if LaMelo is fun as hell. I think Drew contributes more to winning right now. I think we saw that pretty well on display for a few playoff, at least some playoff rounds last year and certainly in the finals. So yeah, I, I think Drew has a, Drew has a strong case. I think he should go. And I think he will go. I think Drew is the kind of player coaches really love. Yeah, for sure. Everyone, even the players love him. Yeah. And like, I know they don't get a, a, a vote for reserves, but uh, it's just, he has that recognition throughout the league. Did you see the towns and thing? I did see the Towns. Towns gave him some props for that. Carl Towns come to the Bucks, but. Yeah. And um, I don't know. It's just, it feels like he has, he needs some recognition because even though, you know, he's a champ, he's a gold medalist. He's never really gotten the individual accolades. Like he's still only a one-time all-star from his time in Philly. Yeah, Philly years ago. Like, come on, give this, this man deserves more than one all-star appearance. Absolutely. So let's let's get him in. So again, it doesn't matter as much, but keep up the Drew Holiday votes for sure. And the honest, the honest ones probably going to end up being most important. But I think just getting a broader Drew Holiday appreciation will be good for his case regardless. For sure. Does he have just a quick aside? Do you have an all NBA case? Yeah, probably. Well, you get six guards. So is he one of the best six guards in the league? Yeah, that's the question, realistically. I think you can fit him in there. At this rate, it's going to be DeMar Levine. Uh, a little Steph. spoiler for like Steph. Steph and Booker. Steph and... Uh, well, yeah, I guess we are spoiling. But he'll have to be one of the top six out of DeRozan, Levine himself, obviously. Harden, Trey, Luca, John Morant, Donovan Mitchell... And uh, Steph and Booker. So there's some big names. It's going to be hard. But again, that's that's strictly media votes. So star power, not as important. Well, maybe probably is. But for those narrative based voters. Yeah, I think he's going to have to continue playing the way he's played the second half of the year, not the first half. Kind of a slow start for Drew, which is why his points are still below 20. He's been more like a 20 point guy the last several weeks. I think Nathan Marzion shared how different his splits are the last five weeks versus earlier on Twitter. But yeah, I think he's got a, he's got a shot. He's going to have to play this well for the rest of the year though. Yeah, he will. It's just an interesting thing to yeah. look forward 
looking forward. Um, so I guess it's time for front court. Yeah, uh, yep. this is where Chris and Bobby come into play, and Giannis too. Yes, and Giannis. more prominently, we already, we already penciled in uh, two guys in the starting front court spot, and that's Giannis and Durant. You can I just, we can pencil in, in the Indeed. third. We can do it. Here's the thing. Here's why I said maybe. I don't yeah. think it's been a super. I mean, he's been good. I just don't think it's the most convincing Embiid year. Like he's not that far away from some of the guy, other guys statistically. The Sixers are only in sixth, fittingly. But looking at it, yeah, I don't think there's anyone who really is going to push him. So let's just say the starters. So you're not penciling him in, but penciling I am him now. In. I cha- I'm changing. I I just okay. said I'm not as convinced by him, but I don't think there's anyone else there who's like making me say, "Oh no, that guy instead." Yeah, I think there's. I, if we're tearing the starters, it's Katie and Giannis, and then it's Embiid. Yes, I agree. And then it's everyone else for the bench spots. Okay, so. We already revealed that both of our wild card spots are uh, our guards. So we only have three front court spots left. And there's a reason that we both chose guards because the field is uh, the field is something for front court spots in the Eastern Conference. You got guys like Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Pascal Siakam, uh, Jeremy Julius Grant. Rand. Don't even yeah. say Randall. Don't even say, no. No to Randall. Guys, I I think that illustrates my point. Yeah, it does. It really does. Franz Wagner is like on the top five lines of players. (laughs) Is he really? The sixth. He's on the sixth line at 15-4. And this is just by points, but. Fair. Uh, But yeah, Jeremy Grant, he is is hurt. So he's going to be missing a lot of games. So I don't know if he's going to really have a shot to make it. Only played 24 games thus far. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just not a lot of inspiring names here. Like, no. who, who are your who are your three? Well, we only. Oh yeah, we get three. That's right. Um, so I I went. I'm boring. I have Tatum and Butler. I just think they're deserving. I think they're good. Uh, Tatum's team kind of stinks, but he's really good. Uh, not as good as some people think, but he is quite good. And Butler is really good. He's he doesn't shoot anymore, but his team rocks. He's a force of nature. They're both strong two-way players. So I think those two, I slid in pretty quickly. And again, I looked at them to start, but I think Embiid is, is on a slightly different level than those guys. And then I really wanted to do Chris. I think Chris is not that far out, but really just has not had an inspiring year. Like, I think Chris over like Siakam and then OG is listed with him too. Those guys both scoring near 20, but they haven't, they haven't played very much. Randall not having a good year. Bam out of bio, just missing a ton of time. Like Miles Bridges is pretty far up here. Kind of has a case, honestly. But I have Tatum, Butler, and then I went ahead and put in Jared Allen to be my Cav for the game in Cleveland. I think he's. I, I think it's hard right now to pick who's the best out of their three best players. But I think there's a good case for him. I think he's at like 17 and 10 uh, for averages, nearly 11, nearly two assists. He's probably their best two-way player. Evan Mobley having a hell of a year. Just don't think he's there yet. He's had super fun. Easily first team all rookie. May probably rookie of the year, honestly. But yeah, my three are Tatum, Butler, and then Jared Allen. So I, I left off Chris. I was going to put him in. I would love to put him in. It's just, I don't know. I know he's had the 20-point streak. Uh, a lot of those games not on great efficiency. I don't know. I don't know. It, and, uh... Highlighting a 20-point streak isn't ideal. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's just kind of... Yeah. You should be doing that? 
Yeah, if you're if you're you know averaging more than twenty, then that would probably be pretty easy. Chris is not, as we mentioned earlier, he's at eighteen point six. Did did you find a spot for Chris Middleton on your ballot? No, I didn't. I just I don't think it's. I'm going to do the same thing as last year. I don't think it's deserved, realistically. Like, again, a lot of that stuff is out of his control. He's missed a lot of time. Uh, so, you know, I hope just he's all good for when the games really matter. That's, that's at the end of the day, that's what matters for Bucks fans is, uh, is playoff basketball. Don't, don't, get, uh, don't get too upset about uh, all-star debates on whatever social media platform you want to use. This is just me giving advice right now. Focus on what matters, you know? Just let these teams have their fun. It's all good. Okay? Okay. Okay. Um, What's your – do you have the same three names as me? No, you probably don't have Allen. No, I don't have Allen. Yeah. So, I again, I have Tatum and Butler. That's pretty uh, – I, I, Yeah, I think there – I don't think there's that much debate. I, the guards in the East, but overall in the East, I don't think there's going to be that much debate. No, there there really shouldn't be. Uh it's this one was so tough. It really, it really is very, very tough. I thought about putting John Collins on there, but then I was like, the Hawks can't have two. No, when, especially he's having a good year, but yeah, but they're they're three games under five hundred. Yeah, which you can't do. Miles Bridges, not a bad case. It's not a bad case. I might be swayed to pick him. Nineteen and seven. A team's pretty good, yeah, but it would be weird. It'd be weird if he's an all-star and LaMelo's not, though. Yeah, if there's one player from the Charlotte Hornets who is going to make it, it's going to be LaMelo Ball. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Julius Randle, no. No. Bam, too much time missed. As much as it pains me, the last guy I'm left with is Pascal Siak. Really? Has he played enough? I think he's. it's not like an insane amount of games, but neither is anyone. And it's hard to take in games played into consideration. Like, he still played like 19 games. 19 games, yeah. I don't know. I didn't feel great about it. Good year. Which is why I could be swayed to pick Miles Bridges. I might sway to pick Chris at this point. Yeah. I think Chris is on, on a level here. I don't know. This is tough. This is coming from me, a Chris Middleton believer. Siakam's team just, worse, less assists, worse percent from three somehow. I don't know. Less games. I don't like just, Siakam over Chris. I, I, I'm, I didn't like it when it was an all-NBA thing. Obviously, the circumstances are different here. But I, I would prefer Chris to Siakam. Also, Siakam playing more, so the per-minute scoring might not even be that much different. Are you, but you were okay with Miles Bridges over Chris? At least Miles Bridges' team isn't total ass. <laughs> I mean, those two teams are separated by one and a half games. Fair. So I don't know if we can uh, we can really sway those two teams. Uh, Toronto sits at sixteen and seventeen. Charlotte's nineteen and seventeen. Yeah, I mean three wins. I, I don't know. They're pretty comparable. I, I, I Again, I didn't feel great about it. Yeah, I, it's not a good last spot. I just, like, no no Sabonis. No. No uh, no Vooch. No. Who knows? Maybe, hell, maybe Bobby Portis does have a spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, you know what I, I am thinking? There is a shot, the post-championship high and gold medals for Drew and Chris. This may be the year for two, a buck to... A, for once, 
a non-deserving buck to sneak in. Usually it's a buck getting snubbed for something. This may be the year the coaches just go, ah, they're really good. They just want a title. Just send them all. Yeah. I mean, who knows? It, can you imagine the uproar when if the Bucks have three All-Stars and the Bulls have two? I don't know. Are Bulls fans going to be mad? I feel like they're just going to be like, yeah, we're good. We have two All-Stars. Yeah, they might be upset. Nets fans might be upset. No one cares. Yeah. No one cares at all. Are they going to be mad Kyrie didn't go? Yeah. Oh, we forgot a guy. Who? Ben Simmons. <laughs> you know what, though? Honestly. He might be a starter. I would love it if Ben Simmons made the – if Ben Simmons plays one game all year and it's the All-Star game, I would love that. You know what? My, I'm changing. My official third front court spot is Ben Simmons. <laughs> Does he count as a guard or a forward? I don't know. I do, he's not listed because he has not played a single game because he's still holding oh, out. Oh, he counts as a guard. Oh, no, not not a chance then. Totally fumbling the bag. Bag fumble MVP this year, Ben Simmons. Um, but, yeah, so neither of us have Chris making it, although I do think it's possible. I I don't know. That third front, that third front court is very uninspiring. If Chris can get back to the lineup and just like light it up over the next month. It would help if the bucks snuck up to like first in the East instead of third, but there's a shot, especially if this year continues to unfortunately have so many COVID list entrants and injuries and everything else. They might, we might have some, a, a few Adam silver picks as well. Although I don't know if he's going to pick a buck. Who knows what Adam silver is going to do. I still remember when he picked Kyle Korver over Brandon Knight. I've never trusted him since then. And that was a good instinct, it turns out. It really was a good instinct. Uh, who, was a, who was a better buck, Brandon Knight or Kyle Korver? Brandon Knight. Not even not even a question. He got them to that playoff series. And that was a magical playoff series. It was. Uh, against the Bulls. Yeah. The, might be the another one of those. Back. Might be another magical Bulls series this year. Although I don't, something tells me it won't end in Milwaukee losing the clincher by fifty whatever points. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, game, six, game six at home. Yeah, I will <laughs> say. You want to hear a hot take? Yeah, of course. I don't know if Bucks and six makes it until now. If not for that series, that series around that time, especially during the Bucks mini comeback, that's when I remember hearing Bucks and six more than ever. And I feel like from there, it grew and it grew and grew and grew. And then we got the Brandon Jennings quote. I think that helped. But I think more than anything, that Bulls series, I feel like it almost redefined Bucks and Six. It might have, you know. <laughs> I think it defined so. a lot of things. It, it did. It, we, we got the first taste of Nasty Giannis, which is exactly. great. Yeah. We got a Jared to Jared game winner. So oh my what a time. What this a time. Place is up for grabs. Okay. Uh, should we talk about the West? Uh, sure. Let's talk about the West here. So we're not going to go through and make any cases for like Bucks players. You know why? Because it's the West. I don't know why I felt like I needed to any say former that. Bucks. Who would the closest okay. to an All Star former Buck Eric in the Bledsoe. Western? It, it might. It probably is Bledsoe. Christian Wood. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> it probably Wood more than Bledsoe, but I I don't think either guy is, is going to make it. We yeah. don't even have any no, technicalities. No, it's, de it's definitely wood. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be wood. 
Um, He's just the first guy I thought of. That's I mean, Bledsoe is having a having a, a he carried them to a, he carried them to a win. I know. I got the, a, I got over a tweet over it. I thank you for for sending me that. I think that was. Did you get a tweet? Yeah, I got. It. I think that was. I think it was James Ontario who said who let me oh, know. Shout out. He said I had to give Bledsoe his respect, and I said no, I don't. I actually don't need to do that. Um, who are your starters in the West for guards? Uh, my guards are Steph and Donovan Mitchell. I have Steph and Booker. Interesting. Okay. Tell me why. Why? Okay. Tell me why you have Booker. I think we can just say Steph's case is that it's Steph. And yeah. Move on. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, the Suns are still really good. And if you look at their production, everyone talks about, oh, look at Mikhail Bridges is doing more. CP3 is out like 14 points a game and they have not lost a step. And I think some of that is role players being elevated and CP is still really good. But Booker now has also just become a skilled high volume three point shooter which I think is really going to add a degree of difficulty to his game or just a degree of, of, you know, betterness, I guess, more danger to playing him. I think he's really good. I think their team rocks. They were the one seed for a very long time. So, yeah, I think he's a, an all-star starter. Donovan Mitchell's team also rocks, and he's quite good. I don't think either guy is very good defensively, so I gave the nod to Book. I don't know if Booker's the best player on his team. I do. I see. Here's the thing. 14 like, point per game. CP three is not the best player. Like This team. is even coming from Suns people though, that I'm seeing. this. That's fine. I think it's book personally. Okay. Especially I mean, for book, is, all book has more production. Obviously. Yeah. More productive. Like, but that team runs through Chris Paul and will go as far as Chris Paul takes. them. I just think he's been the most impactful player. I know he's not going to have the stats, but it's still, I think they split each other a bit. Even though CP's production is down compared to Booker, I still think they take away from each other in terms of all-star voting. And spoiler, I have them both on my bench. Oh, I, I don't have CP on mine. Okay. See, if I'm not starting Booker, I have to have both Booker and CP. They're better in Booker minutes than they are in CP minutes this year. Just okay. pure, pure on-off net rating. Weird season. Oh, it's now it's a weird season. When did I say it's not? Yeah, you didn't. You didn't, but... I said now it's a weird season. What does that imply, Pat? No, it's just... I, I, I think they... Uh, I think they can win just fine with Devin Booker. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Fair. Okay. No, I get it. I get it. And Donovan is... He's an, it's an easier case because he's like the one guy in the jazz who's fun. So, I, I understand. <laughs> I'm not going to start and, a jazz, he, man. He keeps, he keeps leveling up as well. Like, he's taking another step forward this year. It's just his ascension is just incredible. I, I'm a big Donovan Mitchell guy because he's a future buck. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know if he I don't know if he cares that much for Utah. I will give you that, but has he leveled up that much? In terms of his decision making, yes. Assist per gonna... game is the literal exact same. Turnovers a little bit up, although he's playing point two more minutes per game. So. Yeah, because he also has more ball handling responsibility, which is why I was talking about his decision making. Well, it's, it's not I test two tie. Well, okay, but he's shooting worse from three, but way better from two. I don't know, getting to the line a little less, but everyone is this year. I think he's good. I have him on my team. I just I think Booker is a little better. Why do not? Yeah, I think they're pretty comparable. Yeah, I think I think, I think they're close. 
I, I I don't know. I, I almost the CP3 thing is weird to me. I feel like it's like taking credit away from Booker because he has a good teammate, and I've never really liked that. For MVP, I'm, maybe, but I think that's a separate thing than this. Okay, fair. But I still think a lot of Devin Booker, not a lot, obviously, but a a portion of Devin Booker's success is because of Chris Paul. Yeah, and Donovan Mitchell's team is down there probably with Shea's team if he doesn't have Rudy Gobert doing all the defense for the whole team. I I, I think you can do this for every good team. There's, there's going to be multiple good players. So not necessarily all pretty similar for Steph with Traymond too. There's always going to be someone helping out because you can't do all the stuff. Someone know, has to I'm help talking, with some of the stuff. I'm talking like you're, we're making the case for Devin Booker based on offensive production. We're not making the case for Donovan Mitchell based on defense. Yeah, but but winning is part of it, and they wouldn't win so many games if his defense wasn't covered in such a huge way by Gobert. Okay, but I'm also just talking about, if we're talking about all-star cases, you're making the case for Devin Booker based on offensive production. Yeah. And I'm saying a portion of that success is because of Chris Paul. Of course. A portion Donovan of Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell's is because he's surrounded by great shooters, plays in a great system with Quinn Snyder. Okay, so does Devin Booker. So that's yeah. That's fine. So that's even. Sure. I'm just saying, like, Devin, uh, Donovan Mitchell doesn't have that other guy who's feeding him a lot of good offensive yeah. production. And he's less, a little bit less efficient because of that. Okay. Agree to disagree. Yeah. I mean, that's that's all we can do. There's not, there's no, we can't win this. There's not going to be a decisive blow. I like Booker. Unless a those bit two more. teams meet in the playoffs. I don't think that's going to be good for Don. Is what I'll say. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I, I like Mitchell a lot. Like I said, he's on my team. I, I just favor Booker a little bit, partially because I think the Suns, I think the Suns and Warriors are in their own class. So I felt good about putting a guy from each of them on the all-star team. Oh, yeah. And let me be clear. I do not believe in the Utah Jazz whatsoever. Yeah. I, just, I, believe, in, I believe in Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, who, are your, who are your front court starters? Well, I think there's one lock, one and a half locks. Like, I think Jokic, yeah. obviously. And I think LeBron, I I think he's slowed down, but the front He's still co- incredible. It, this is kind of like the East, honestly. The front court spots is where I was like, oh, God, really? So I have Jokic, LeBron. I think my fifth starter might, might shock you. I don't know if you're ready for this. Okay, who is it? Paul George. I don't know why that's shocking. I, I feel like no one's talking about Paul George. Because he's hurt. Oh. How long is he out for? Is he out for a while? A little bit, yeah. Oh. Well, that sucks. I don't know who else I'm going to put then. Yeah, I just thought Paul George having a great year. Feels like he's building upon what he's been doing and uh, definitely a two-way player more than most of the other guys. Two to three weeks. Oh, so he's not going to be in this thing. Well, that's a bummer. Well, I had Paul George, and I'm going to have to change it now. Who's your (laughs) fifth? Or do do you have Jokic and LeBron? I do have Jokic and LeBron. Yeah. And uh, my other guy is Anthony Edwards. Wow, as a starter. Yes. Whoa, whoa. I, ooh, I don't know about that. Ooh, ooh, I mean, make the case. Wow, that's spicy. One, I love, who, how can you hate Ant? I know you're you not saying you do. No, I, 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 I absolutely don't. Guy is just the absolute best, like, personality in the league and he couples that with just sheer f- dominant force downhill he will 
dunk on everyone. I wasn't gonna say. I was gonna say. Uh, Jesus. Uh, um, but he's. It's just so much fun. He's putting up great numbers on a Wolves team that's kind of frisky. Kind of frisky. They're still. They're still not great. They're sixteen and nineteen, but he's really taken over, and become the leader of that Wolves team as well. He's sort of like transitioning to being yeah, I agree. Uh, the alpha. He is. He definitely he already team. is. He's the transition has happened. So it's like if I'm gonna put a Wolves guy in there, I'm not putting Cat. I'm putting Anthony Edwards. Yeah. And why not? You already mentioned the front court field isn't great. Like you're gonna get into guys like Andrew Wiggins, um, no. Harrison Barnes. Love him, like, but no. Yeah, Brandon I Ingram, is, obviously. I have Wiggins' as teammate on my team, but on the bench. But I know a lot of people are making the Draymond to start case. Um, yeah, I, I, it's just like he's been awesome. Do we really want to watch Draymond with the starters? And the Do we want to watch Draymond be the last pick of the All-Star team? No. Assuming, I mean, assuming fair, Steph doesn't, isn't pick. captain, but yeah. Yeah. I know Steph is probably going to be captain. Yeah, so then Draymond at least wouldn't be the last uh, pick of the know. starters. I don't know, LeBron. LeBron's been captain. I think Jokic right? yeah. deserves it, but I don't think he's going to get it because no, no. probably end up being LeBron. Or probably LeBron or Steph. I think they're just on a different level of popularity. Yeah, who knows? We'll see how Jokic does. But uh, I think he's he was my first pick for a Western Conference All-Star. Like Even Steph has kind of had a downturn in the last couple weeks. Jokic has just been great all along. The Nuggets are at least holding steady. I think they've actually climbed a little bit up the standings in the last couple of weeks. They're fifth right yeah. now. Yeah, so I think Jokic deserves to be captain. I don't think he will actually be captain, though. No, he won't. But uh, he, he's definitely going to be starting. He should yeah, be starting oh yeah. in that All-Star game. Oh, yeah. Um, who was your? Did you say who your fifth guy was if you're taking Paul George out? No, I didn't, and I'm having a lot of trouble with it because I do not like these front court options at all. I'm going to have to add a whole new player now. Yeah, I just talked about I don't want to watch Draymond in the game, and I'm actually just thinking of picking Draymond because I'm like the other... So my bench right now, I'll just do this, is Cat, Draymond, and Gobert. And Draymond and Gobert are not like all-star fun players, but... I do think they've been great forwards in the conference. And, like, I just – I don't care that much about what Brandon Ingram is doing. I just don't. I'm sorry. I've watched Brandon Ingram put up 23 points a game on good efficiency on terrible teams for so long. I'm just numb to it. It doesn't matter to me anymore. I'm not moved by it. Just I just don't care. I'm sorry, B.I. It's not even your fault that the Pelicans wanted Devontae Graham and meaningless cap space more than Lonzo Ball or that – Zion hey, they got Saransky in there, too. Don't forget him. Garrett Temple. And Zion Williamson is just like, I don't even know what to say about Zion Williamson anymore. But um, I'm not putting B.I. in the game. Maybe. I have to pick another one now. I don't know who I'm going to start. I would like to just keep it as Paul George. I like Paul George so much more than these options. And like you said, I now you're almost getting me to freaking Ant because I don't want to make Cat a starter. Join me. He's fun. I, I might it's, have it's to. It's just fun. It's so fun. Yeah, I mean, let's just do it. I'm looking at these names and I just look. Yeah, let's. I'm, what am I gonna do? Aaron Gordon? No. Yeah, we'll do. We'll do Anthony Edwards as a starter. 
So now I need another another um, bench player. But okay, who are your bench forwards? Wait, are they counting Ant as a guard? I think so. I, I figured they would. Oh, you've led me astray now. Now I need to do this all over again. I thought they were counting him as a... <sighs> your team is I in shambles. Even... My team He's is a guard. in shambles. He's a guard. He's like a combo. N- not according to the NBA. Oh, this is this is so upsetting. I'm gonna have to redo my team. Oh uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I, uh, can I just stick with Paul George? Sure. You know what? Why not? I he's mean, not gonna make the All Star team though. I guess Towns. I, or Draymond. I I don't know. Gobert. This is you, like the most depressing field. This is the most depressing field. I don't want to have any of these guys starting. The fact that one injury gets us to Towns, Draymond, Gobert as the options to start the All-Star game, I find this very distressing. I'll do Towns. I'll just do Towns. I'm upset about it. I dropped a bottle cap for my Sprecher soda. I'm so upset. (laughs) I'm not dropping the bottle cap of mine. What are you rocking? I'm rocking the uh, cream soda. Oh, cream soda, cream city. That's fitting. There you go. I've got the citrus splash. This is, they do caffeinated now. I wanted a little extra kick as we went on here. So shout out Sprecher, who's partnered with both of us. And we have, we have the same promo code, right? Yeah. GSPN. 10% off all sodas, including combo packs. So check out Sprecher if you want to drink soda while you listen to the Eurostep as we drink it while we record it. But who's going to be your fifth all-star starter now that you can't pick yours and I can't pick mine. I hate this. Yeah, welcome. Remember when you chastised me for just saying names? Here you are. Uh, I guess it's... I guess it's Ingram. As a starter? Yeah. Oh, my God. The league... What, what happened to the great NBA? What happened to the West? Uh, what, happened to the, what happened to the front court in uh, both conferences? They stink. Well, you know what solves all of this is, I mean, George, obviously, but if Kawhi is healthy, then it's like very, very easy. If yes. Anthony Davis elected to play defense this year, it'd be pretty and easy healthy. and is healthy, but neither of those things are the case. Yeah, I guess I'm starting B.I. This is terrible. Let's just right. get into our bench. Let's, yeah. Let's, okay. The guards are more exciting. Yeah. So who are your, I'm assuming you're going to pick four guards on the bench. I am. Um, I'm finishing my retrofit right now. Oh no, I need another forward. Oh, I need to add someone to the, okay. So my guards on the bench, I have four, as you mentioned. So I have, that's where I have Don and Ant as well. And to join them, I have Luca, which feels obvious. And John ja Morant who's having a great year. I know the Grizzlies won a bunch without him. They've won plenty with him too. I think he rocks. So I, I was happy to put Ja on a team for the first time for when I picked the All-Stars. Okay. I'm making a, uh, I have to, I have to, uh, I have to edit this. I'm sorry, Chris Paul, you're out. <laughs> <laughs> um, Told you. So we've got Devin Booker. We have Anthony Edwards. We have Ja Morant and we have Luka Doncic. So basically, we just flip flop Don and Booker, and it's we have yeah. the same guards. We have the same group 
of six guards going to the all-star from ja the Morant has to make this team. He really yeah, does. Yeah, I agree. I, think I he will. wouldn't care if Luca doesn't make it. But Ja has to make it. What Ja is doing, Ja is proving. Every time I watch the Grizzlies, I feel like I need to tweet out, Ja is that dude. Because yeah. he just keeps showing it every single game. He just went out there recently. And he was like, LeBron, you're trying to lead a comeback? No, I'm putting this game away. Like, who does that? This guy is so – it's his, what, third season in the league? And he's doing this against LeBron James, who's still really good, by the way? Like, what, what is happening? This guy's incredible. Absolutely incredible. The, the Grizzlies might have gotten lucky to not get the number one pick yeah. in that draft. I'm sure they would the tell you Zion they would have taken Ja anyway. But, yeah, I think uh, – I'm sure they would have. Yeah. Um, but – yeah, it's, it turns out being that guy can be a pretty big uh, draft prospect determinant. It turns out it's good to have that guy around, and Ja is definitely that guy. So the guards who are missing then, Dame, which is surprising, but they stink. He's been hurt. He's playing now. He's getting a little bit better, but just bleh, very bleh. They're 13th in the conference. Yeah, I'm just not doing There's, it. They're not getting an all-star. I'm sorry. I like you, Dame, but you know what? If this is this is what happens, you know, when your team sucks. Yeah, and I think the other guy who I really considered was Shea Gilgis Alexander. It's really good, but again, what are they? Are they twelfth? Yeah. Yeah. They're actually the same, same record. record as the yeah, Blazers. Thirteen and twenty-two. So if you're nine games under five hundred through thirty-five games, I'm just good. I'm good. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter how transform. You're not transformative enough. Clearly, I mean that. The equivalent would be the Pacers, who are eight games under in the East. Like, if you're the Pacers or worst, or worse, I'm not giving you an All Star. Yeah, obviously, Shea's and that's been why it. I can't do Bi. Okay, so who are your who are your front court spots for your bench? You have three spots. Yeah, so I have to fill one. So I still have Draymond and Gobert because they just rule. So I need one more front court spot. And I just I don't want to pick B.I. I won't do Porzingis. I just refuse. I mean, there's another there's another guy who I who, feel like Aiden? I'm going to pick. Yes. Yeah, I suppose. He doesn't move me. Yeah, he doesn't move a lot of guys, actually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Can you make a Jaron Jackson case? Not really. No. I mean, maybe, but like. You're not getting into all-star at 16 points a game. Unless I mean, you can, but I, I, yeah, I don't think I don't think you can for him. Christian Wood, we mentioned him earlier. No. The Rockets stink. They're literally the worst team in the West. He just refused to come into a game because he was mad. He got benched for missing a COVID test. I'm, I'm good on putting him in the all-star game. Dear God, yeah. like Harrison Jonas Barnes Valanciunas? is a viable candidate. I, I want to throw up like that guy did who watched Harrison Barnes play. <laughs> hey, no, don't don't hate on Harrison Barnes. He's a free agent, man. <laughs> you see, I'm not going to do Valanciunas. He I would could, just do B.I. He could be the big, big forward the Bucks are missing. He, he could be the big five if Lopez is really going to come back before the playoffs. You know what? This sucks. Oh, wait, no. Anthony Davis is not going to be healthy in time, right? No. We're at the point where I would just take him, even though he's had a bad year, but he's not going to be healthy. This is, I actually, now I see the case for the Wiggins thing. Nine, it's like, 19 it's points. It's out of just sheer, just emptiness. I'm going to do it. 
You're putting Andrew Wiggins. Andrew in Wiggins. I literally oh said earlier God. no, but you take away Paul George. I mean, Wiggins' numbers are somewhat similar to be no, he's having a he's having a career year. I know the shot profile is a lot different, but like I don't know, Wiggins versus Aiton. I I, I don't know. I think Aiton's probably a better player, but it's just in terms of all-star case i mean wiggins is fun he's bouncy does a lot for them defensively and and now is scoring more i'll put a second phoenix sun on there now which is why i'm picking uh, Aiden. yeah my three are my three are gobert draymond and eight this is terrible this this, sucks. this western bench assuming you don't include george or anthony davis because of injuries it's like it's either someone on a terrible team or just someone who's like an Andrew Wiggins. Like, those like an are the axillary options. piece on a contender. Yeah, like a very axillary piece. Like going to be the fourth piece. Pro- well, ideally for them would be the fourth piece when Clay comes back. We'll see how that actually shakes out. But Or like Porzingis, Ugh. who just no, absolutely no. not. Yeah. Just, this has been, is this the worst all-star field in? How long? Well, like the guards are awesome. We didn't well, include like, Nate. Dun- we didn't include uh, Sabonis, so Nate Duncan says no. It's not. Oh, sorry, Nate Duncan. I do not care. Yeah, it's. I'll never say sorry. Um, yeah, I, I just think the forward, even like the East forwards, like you could drop like the next three guys we left out of the East forwards, and they would have a case to start. Like yeah. Jared Allen in the West is a no doubt all star this year. Oh, 100%. Chris Middleton, easily. Like, who else do we have down there? I mean, Tatum and Butler right on the bench. Who? Jalen Brown? Oh, yeah. Well, he's uh, he's ruled as a guard. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I hate this guard forward. Oh, Siakam. Siakam. Uh, Miles Bridges. Uh, Bam's not really going to play. John Collins. I think I'd put John Collins over Wiggins. Yeah, maybe. But the team sinks. That's fair. Yeah, yes, that's true. This is just I feel like there's such a dichotomy in the league right now between like this is is this the most parody the league has ever had? No, it's not. We just came out of the Warriors dynasty. If you mean like right now this year, maybe. But on the other hand, it's weird though. Cuz I, I, I there might be more good teams than ever. Yeah, there's like, how many teams can you say are contenders, realistically? Or how many teams do you consider to be contenders? In the West, I feel like there's two. In the East, I would I feel say like three in the, I'll, I'll be, I'm generous with this. I'll say three in the West and four in the East. So you're, you're counting the Jazz? Yeah, I'm counting the Jazz. I'm not counting the Jazz. So there's two in the West and four, and four in the East. Yeah, Nets, in order, Bucks, Nets. Probably Heat Bulls, even though the Bulls are in first right now. Yeah. Heat Bulls, Bulls, I would like I'd to get that Bulls series. Heat. I would not mind if the standings ended somewhat close to this. I would like to watch Bulls versus Heat, although I'd also yeah. like to play the Bulls. That's, so. a, that's also Bucks next second round. <laughs> it went well last time. You're right. It did go well last time. Uh, this has been... This was much less fun than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I think... Uh, I really... I blame the West. The East part I thought was pretty fun. No, yeah, for sure. The West is just... Remember when the West was just like, oh my God, the Western Conference is so much better than ever. The East is better. The East is so much better than the West. You've got to feel for the... And I guess you don't really, but like the Clippers, if Kawhi had legs, I think they would be 
maybe number one. And if Paul George was healthy as well, I don't know. Their ancillary pieces are kind of off and on to me, but like the Marcus way Marcus Morris is absolutely dominating right now. Yeah. But Eric then Bledsoe as well. Reggie Jackson, who I'm not really that in on, quite honestly. Yeah. And obviously like the Zubats. Nuggets with all their injuries. Yeah, the Nuggets too. But then again, you know, the Warriors are in first with Clay Thompson out for like three years now. So you can't this year that you know, I keep seeing this all the time. Oh, this team is finally healthy. That no one's healthy. No one is no. healthy. Like it's just no, none of these teams are gonna look at another one and go, Oh, I really feel bad for that team. Like, no, everyone has dealt with a ridiculous amount you know of stuff. You know what team is healthy, but technically like really isn't? Who? The Sixers. <laughs> yeah, they're probably outside of Simmons, they're probably Although Embiid's always going to be in and out of the lineup a little bit. Yeah, but he's played the majority of the game. Yeah, yeah that's hilarious. The Bulls were, but then they weren't. But now I think they're getting back. No, to they it. got Pat Williams. Oh yeah, Pat Williams is all. Yeah. Um, like obviously, the I, Nets might be. They they could be considered healthy as well. Yeah, um, I, I teased something to you earlier. You did, yes. I don't know. Do you still remember this? I told no. you I had a oh, two-man yes, yes. lineup. For the Bucks, okay. I wanted to sneak it. I wanted to shoehorn onto this pod, and it's. I don't think it's going to be an extended discussion. I'm just excited about these two players, so I want to pull up the numbers again so I have them. But it was something about the way that I just have been, had this feeling. Something about the team is playing when these two guys are on the court together. I've really liked. So, this is the Bucks, by the way. If I didn't say that, in ten games so far, when the Bucks have both Drew Holiday. Future All Star Marcus Cousins. No, Wes Matthews, Drew Holiday, and Wes Matthews. Do you want to hear some wild statistics? Eighty-four minutes, which is not that insignificant of a sample. Like Wes and Dante have a net rating of sixty-seven point five, which is insane. It's twenty-one minutes. Wes and Mamu plus fifty. So watch out for that group going forward. But Drew and Wes combined eighty-four minutes. They have an offensive rating of one fifteen point five, which is excellent are allowing a defensive rating of 86.7 for a net rating of plus 28.8. Like, they are scoring at a very high level and absolutely clamping teams on the other end. And I know it's only... I, I like two-person groups. Like, like West is so new. There's the five-man lineups. just going to have no minutes. But the combination of offensive and defensive prowess with those two is really leading to some dominant results. So I'm excited about Wes Matthew closer going forward. So I do think Wes drew Chris Giannis insert somebody else is such a dynamic two-way group. It really is. That's why uh, we've talked about this before, but just the Wes Matthews edition is just so much better than we could have ever imagined it being, especially considering how much he still has left in the tank. It's just what, what you said, just it showcases what we've been seeing in the sense that Wes Matthews has been a dominant two-way force. And uh, Drew Holiday, we know, has been a dominant two-way for it. But I did not really expect Wes Matthews to, one, be able to clamp guys this much. And two, keep up this three-point shooting. Again, the sample yeah. is very small. Like, it's not – okay, I'll take that back. It's not very small at this point. but Small, it's still, but not very small. Rel- it's relatively small. Yeah. Relatively small. So who knows if that's going to continue. But that is definitely something to watch going forward because those two have been great. That's why we see – the Bucks in these close games being able to get back in it because Wes Matthews has been a closer as of late, especially with Grayson Allen struggling, Dante 
in and out of the lineup and still, you know, gaining injured again again. now, sprained his ankle in warmups. Yeah, it sucks. They caught it on the camera. It's it's not great to watch. No, it's not. It's really not. Um, And also, sorry, nine and one in those 10 games with Wes and Drew. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Winning games at the end of the day is what matters. So Wes only has negative net rating splits with Wara, Smart, and TA. So all the rotation players so in West have time. won. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so they're losing garbage time minutes. Yeah, and, understand. And winning everything else. Hey, and that's what that's what matters. And you know what else matters to winning? All star Drew Holiday, All Star, and Giannis, and Chris, and Bobby, and, and Giannis, and Chris, and Bobby. <laughs> Bo- if Bobby makes it onto this All Star team, what should we say? What should Would we Bobby say? Bobby be an All Star in the West? I don't think so. I think Wiggins still makes it, but. I mean, he has a case. He has a case. He has a better case in the West. He has like the same case as like Harrison Barnes. He, he might have better been. case than Harrison Barnes. Does he, does, does he have the same case as Aiton? Mm, I don't think so, but <laughs> I don't think so. The are, look out of your face. Are we, are we sure about that? We're not sure, but I don't think so. Just okay. I'll leave that. Something, I'll leave yeah, that something to game. digest. <laughs> okay okay but we should actually say something we should do if uh bobby portis is an all-star um should we sing we a song get, we will get uh certain pictures of uh oh my god event. okay so i did i drink from then, a champagne bottle no, we <laughs> on New Year's i wasn't Eve. gonna yes, say it. I, I wasn't yes, gonna I say it yes i did rohan wants me to leak the pictures bobby portis makes all-star team i'll tweet the picture of just me, it's it was a tough scene in the Windish household. That's all I'll say. The next morning, oh my god, the headache, legendary, legendary. I tweeted on New Year's Day the Giannis face, the great Giannis face. I think he knocked down a three late in the game uh, against the Pelicans. The nice win, and I tweeted when the NYE hangover headache finally subsides. I tweeted it for a reason, folks. Don't drink champagne; it's never worth it. But. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah, we have some good picks. Hey, props to you for actually saying, I was just gonna delete. Well, you, you teed it up, you teed it up. I can't just leave it off, so I guess everyone or, go vote Bobby. Do you want to do let us know if you want us to sing a song or have those pictures? I yeah, think I know the people, what people can are gonna pick. pick. I, it's all probably we, all for naught, but we'll see. Or one of those we do if Bobby makes it. One of them we do if Bobby doesn't. I don't know about that. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> Let's not get carried away. We can set some other goals here. Okay. No, no I'm kidding. But uh, if you want us to do stupid stuff, we're, we would let us know. And then we can figure out something else. So maybe something more realistic to actually unlock these things. For sure. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, if we're talking about that, I think it's time to wrap yep. up this episode yep. of the Eurosept. Before we turn into you. jackass the podcast. <laughs> say thank you for listening make sure you're subscribed on your podcast platform of choice subscribe to the youtube subscribe to the Substack. leave a five-star rating on apple and if uh and spotify and if you want to leave a review on apple or if you're on spotify you can email it to eurosteppod at gmail.com but ty do we have a review to read out we do we're starting to run low so definitely keep sending them in but we do have a new review from Fresh Pav, or Pav, I think Pav, uh, five stars, of course, and the title is, you can't find anything wrong with it, 
a podcast about the Milwaukee Bucks organization of the National Basketball Association. This is a this is a verifiable fact. It, it is a fact. This is what Fresh Pab says. My most listened to podcast of 2021, and it's that for a reason. The quality banter between Rohan and Ty is the stuff I look forward to between my three jobs, other than my other things that I also have to look forward to. Which fair. Uh, I'm glad it's not just us. That would that that's not ideal. Uh, back to the thing. A must if you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan. But even if you're a Tampa Bay Bucks or an Ohio State Bucks, or even if you don't like podcasts about any sort surrendering the never-ending scope, surrounding the never-ending scope of the word Bucks, it's still worth the listen. If I could give more stars, I would. But for now, I'll just write a lengthy review. Cheers. Aww. That's a great review. That's Thank awesome. You. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for uh, being dedicated to the podcast. I'm glad you enjoy it, first yeah. and foremost. Thank you for the review. Oh, that's that's good luck good. at the three jobs. Um, yeah, yeah, keep grinding. Yeah, we we we're staying on that grind too. Don't you worry. But uh, yeah, thank. Oh, that just brightened my mood. I love I, the reviews are so fun. Send in more reviews, it's please. So wholesome. And, and like I said in the last pod, we invented Spotify reviews. They only have ratings, but if you screenshot your five star rating on Spotify, email it to us eurosteppod at gmail or tweet it at us. We'll read your Spotify review. Spotify doesn't have the technology, but we do here at the Eurostep. Yes, we do. Make sure you keep leaving those, keep coming in, because it it's honestly awesome. Thank you guys so much for the support. We are hoping to have a fantastic 2022, and we hope you can all be there for the journey along with us. Thank you guys again for listening. Go Bucks. We'll talk to you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.